Welcome to the Real AF Real Talk series, where we have real discussions about life at 40 plus. Today we have Dr. Darnese Martin, a professor, life coach, and author, and she's here to talk to us about period menopause. We're so glad to have you back. Welcome back, Darnese. Thank you for having me back. Perimenopause, honestly, I'm 47, and it's actually a very, very new word for me. But no one sits down with us in our 30s and is like, hey, this is going to happen. So what is perimenopause? That's what I want to find out. What is it? (laughs) Well, let me just say um, that I'm not a physician. I'm a Ph.D., uh, but I have some experience with perimenopause, mo- both my own and in coaching women. Um, I've gleaned information from them. I've also interviewed and done research with an actual physician, Dr. Gail Jackson here in L.A. Uh, so what I'm saying is for people to do their own research about it and how it affects them personally. But what it is, it's really the entry, entree into menopause. And so what we're not told, as you mentioned, is that this is going to happen. We're told at puberty, right? Hopefully, you know, as a young girl, you're told, okay, this is what's going to happen. Your body's changing. And one day you're going to wake up and you're going to have a cycle. Um, And even though it's shocking when it happens, you still kind of prepare. But on the other end, like when you get to be about 39, 40, no one is telling you like, hey, there's going to come some changes to your body and um, things are going to start shutting down in terms of your reproductive cycle. So it's it's surprising and we don't have, we, we just start to think like, wow, what's happening to me? Why am I so tired? Why am I irritable? Why am I having headaches or whatever? And we think like maybe we're getting sick, like with the flu or something. Um, and we don't, or we just feel you know, kind of cranky or, you know, just not ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it's not until we start talking to each other that we really realize, oh, other women are going through this too. Right. And then you're like, oh, and then you might start missing a period or two. How early does that start? Well, it can start. Some women start in their thirties. I mean, some women, first of all, are not what we call regular with their periods. Mm -hmm. And so it may take them two or three months to be like, oh, I got to go to the doctor because they're used to maybe missing a month anyway or being kind of off. But, you know, if a woman misses like two periods, she's like, hmm, I better go see about this. And then, you know, Mm. she's not pregnant and she's not having some other medical concern. You know, a doctor will probably say, "Okay, let's do some blood work to to see about your hormonal levels. Perimenopause is tricky. Peri is from the Greek. So we're used to the term menopause, but perimenopause is the lead up so it means you're around or about like getting close to and that means it's a whole long process menopause is not just like oh you woke up one day you don't have periods anymore you're done and that's just it no things start happening slowly like i said you might just feel like you're getting sick and so because it means oh i'm i'm around menopause I guess when they think they're in menopause, I'm not sure. They talk about being like on fire or hot or oh something. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what are some See, of the that was, signs? For me, that was like, <laughs> what on God's green earth is happening? <laughs> I am on fire. And it's not the kind of hot, like a hot day mm-hmm. where you can fan yourself and feel cooler. It's like from within, you are on fire. And you can't, even if you stand in front of a <laughs> fan naked, you have to wait it out. The flashing, uh-huh. thats it's like a flash, right? And it's going over your body and it could be five minutes. For some women, it could be up to 20 minutes, you know, like, uh, and then some women just start pouring sweat. Um, you have to wait until it passes. Mm-hmm. You cannot stop it once it starts. 
What are some things that people can do, especially in that situation, to ease the symptoms? Or I mean, is it just like ice? Is it just like, I don't know. No, you know, like, if you're having the flash, if you're in the flash, like I said, you could be in the flash for like five minutes, 20 minutes or longer. Mm -hmm. There's nothing to do. You could like I've seen women go and like run their hands and wrists under cold water, mm -hmm. put ice cubing on their wrists, um, run ice on their necks like an ice cube. But honestly, you have to wait for that flush to stop because it's literally flushing inside of you. Think of it like a wave of something and you can't stop that wave because your body is just doing that. Wow. So you can maybe mitigate it by, you know, mm -hmm. standing in front of the sink with cold water running over your wrist. But you really got to wait. And then when that flash is over, you're going to be freezing cold. I'll know when it happens. Oh, yes. <laughs> You'll be extremely hot. Like, you know, she's sitting here right now, a little cute scarf wrapped around her <laughs> neck. And um, no, that scarf would come off and you'd be fanning yourself and you'd just be extremely hot all of a sudden. And it can be triggered by, like, for some people and for me, for example, like if I had a glass of wine, that would trigger it and I would start having a flash. And so I would just know that. Like some foods... Um, you would just get to know for yourself that food mm -hmm. is going to make me have a flash. So everyone is different, like in terms of what could trigger yeah. it. And like, I think I read like stress can trigger it sometimes yeah. and for then some you, people. And then nothing. You can just be sitting around watching television and all of a sudden there it is. Or like I said, at a business meeting and all of a sudden there it is. And it can be really embarrassing if you're that type of woman who really starts to sweat a lot. So you see women, it's a joke, right? We 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 laugh because we have a fan on. Some women are like, I I have the air conditioner on in my house and the fan and wow. open window. I keep ice water next to my bed. Like just depending on your level of hot. Mm -hmm. Cause some people will sweat and it's like, oh my gosh, my my bed is hot. I can't find a cool spot. I have to sit up. I have to get up, which means your sleep is disrupted. Right. That's that's a pain in the ass. It is because <laughs> and that, you know, for me that was happening quite a bit, but like disrupting of sleep. And that's another symptom. Whether mm. or not you're flashing, even disruption of sleep where you're just not able to either fall asleep or stay asleep. Does it ever get really bad where people have to take medication? You know, there are supplements that a woman can take. Mm -hmm. uh, black cohosh is good. Again, it's a supplement. It's not a medication. So, you know, people can do their own research online about black cohosh. But it's been taken by indigenous women, you know, for centuries. Mm -hmm. And it works really well to cut those hot flashes. Yeah. But you don't wait until you're having the flash and just pop it like you know, instant. Right. No, you take it like you would a vitamin every day. Mm -hmm. And then you might find like, wow, I haven't had any hot flashes I will just take it every other day and see how long I can go. This is what I did for myself anyway. But like my aunt and other women have told me, baby, it's coming back. Right. So, <laughs> because again, it could be a 10 year process before. Right. And so, you you, you know, you might when ask, you actually hit the, menopause the actual menopause, stage. which is when your period has completely stopped for 12 consecutive months. Okay. So as long as you're getting when you're still in the perimenopause stage right. and not until you get no period are you in right. for 12 months. Okay. Right. Let me ask you a question that what I thought was interesting to reading about um, perimenopause, the article I read talked about there being a connection between mental health and perimenopause. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Because you know what, come to find out, which I did my own research on this. And I, again, I advise people to do it for themselves. Estrogen is such an important hormone for our bodies. Mm -hmm. Estrogen impacts our brains. 
But see, we don't really realize it. Mm-hmm. But once your estrogen levels start dropping, which is what's happening in perimenopause and menopause, is your it starts to affect your, affect your brain function. And so some women experience real depression. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they start going to the doctor, trying to find out what's wrong, but they're not thinking about perimenopause right. as a whole, you know, system of things. They're just going for their particular symptom. Exactly. That's what I was wondering. Like, right. And they'll never know. Or right. And they'll tell way. the doctor, you know, they'll start describing this, these symptoms that seem like depression. Mm-hmm. Um, or I knew some women who were diagnosed with lupus, but it wasn't lupus for them. Mm-hmm. It was the change in hormones. And so a doctor who's not really used to dealing with, you know, perimenopausal women might say these symptoms are, you know, lupus like. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I've been telling women, make sure, you know, if you go to the doctor, make sure if they're telling you they suspect lupus, have them do whole blood work. I'm like, no, you need to check and see if this is just perimenopause, right. where my levels are and my hormones. Okay. Because I, I think as youngish women, like 40 something, we don't want to think of ourselves as getting old, right? So we associate menopause with old. Yes, and it's senior citizen too. <laughs> right, and we don't want to think of it of ourselves as reaching that. Right. So we kind of back up off of um, menopause talk at all. But we get in the sandwich period, the perimenopause period, and then we have no information. Right, and we have think a bunch we're of just crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think that when people are going through perimenopause that they need to seek health professional, or it's just a natural thing? Um. Well, her symptoms will dictate that because. Mm-hmm. For some women, they can be really mild and she'll be like, yeah, I took black cohosh and I'm good. Or, you know, if she's really unable to sleep, that is such a maddening experience. And I I was having that for a while where it's like it's causing me to be extremely exhausted and fatigued. So Mm -hmm. it was interfering with my normal activities. And so that led me to the doctor and she um, explained to me about bioidenticals. Um, bioidentical hormone replacement. And again, you need a physician to guide you through that mm-hmm. because what it means is they take their your blood, they see what specific hormones where you're deficient. Okay. Yeah, then they create basically a supplement that they can give you to take that matches you exactly for what you need. You can get estrogen creams and stuff in the drugstore and some women will do that, but you... You don't know if that's enough or too much estrogen for you. Right. Then, you know, some women have been afraid of that because they're like, well, isn't that dangerous to do hormonal replacement? And so you have to have that conversation with your physician because then they'll help you understand like whether you, you should at. do it or mm-hmm. to what degree you can do it. So many women say, well, my sex drive is higher. But so, I right. Hear that all the time. Though, so I that mean. could be a benefit, except that it's... God's practical joke is guess what happens to men? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Their sex drive can diminish. Oh my gosh. So for men over 50, definitely 55, right. then they might not actually be in standing order. And so that's why we have this thing where women were being called cougars because they were going back and getting right. a younger man. Cougar alert. See? <laughs> Well, I found this chat to be very insightful and great information around this topic. If you guys enjoyed this episode, subscribe for future episodes. Also rate and review to let us know how we're doing. Thank you so much for coming back and gracing us with your presence, Darnice. Are you 40 plus and trying to understand you and your body even more through self-care? 
Well, you can find out more about Dr. Darnese in her coaching services on www.drdarnese.com. Stay tuned for the next Real AF Real Talk series where we have real discussions about life at 40 plus.